0: Sorry if I'm fiddling. I just got Fiddle a, away,
1: sir. Fiddle away. I got
0: a new standing oh. I got a new standing desk uh, thing today. Nice. Well I didn't get it today. I've had it for a while. I just I've been too lazy to like bust it out and <laughs> set it up. So the whole
1: idea of getting a standing desk is to like get more energy and shit and you're like, ah, I'll put it together tomorrow.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, except <laughs> I did that for Two months. Well, a month. Holy shit. Well, we know what Graham's New Year's resolution is. Be less active. I'm just way too active nowadays. It's not not a good look for me. It's not a good look for me. No.
1: (laughs) I've seen you in IRL, and there's not a whole lot of good look to you.
0: Wow. I am just going to look past the fact that you said that. You're going to look past... (laughs) the vocalized words in the air you
1: i want to that's actually more impressive than i would have imagined it's all right you got a girlfriend now you don't need my uh approval exactly how is the girlfriend how is she
0: she's doing good
1: um hi morgan anyway standing desk that's pretty dope yes you're gonna become more drunk. active,
0: or are you just gonna like? <laughs> don't just do something. Stand there. Yes, that's what. That's that. That second part. That I'm just just don't do something. Just stand there. Exactly
1: yeah. that. That's what our pet band used to yell out when like something awkward was happening, like on the rink or the field or something. It's like, don't just do something.
0: Stand there.
1: Da 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 Right. Yeah. Moving past that awkwardness.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you decided to <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just looking for incense and I can't find it anywhere. So I guess we're going incenseless. Hey I did a little bit of play on words. A little word play
1: on drunk thoughts and high opinions this week. Yeah, a little pun, a little play on words.
0: <laughs> mm. So uh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got this standing desk, and uh, it's 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 nice. I like to be able to. Um, uh, I actually find that I do a lot of stuff standing up. Like, um, I don't know if you're one of these people, but I found recently that I'm somebody who actually uh, likes to eat while standing. No, I'm um, not one of those people. Well, I don't know. why. I've never tried it. Let's put it that way. So yeah, that's fair. I, I insulted. I don't know why. I I find myself I'm able to eat more comfortably standing up than I do when I'm sitting down or or, or the likes. And so I'm, I'm not sure why that is. I'm sure there's some scientific reason for it or some psychological explanation. But uh, that's I as far as I know, that's something that I've kind of realized recently. And I realized I also just kind of like doing a lot of things in general, standing up. But I find myself sitting a lot. Excuse so this ended up being a a good solution to well why don't i stand while i work and then i can go relax on the couch and play games Uh, so i'm not sitting basically 24 7. so it's interesting so i i have a standing
1: desk at home i I record our our show standing Uh, I, i have a standing i have a convertible desk at work that i can crank up and down so i depending on how i feel that day Mm-hmm. But one thing, like just kind of in the same vein of your whole like, I like to eat and stand. I I have this whole like open space right me right here behind right. me right, and I'll actually play games standing up.
0: Interesting. Like
1: I'll stand there for like ten minutes and you know do like a couple of quests and go to Sushima, which I I've just recently I've done eat. that, yeah. or you know play through a couple minutes of God of War. So like I'll stand there for a couple minutes before sitting you know or you know just to kind of like get moving especially if i'm like it's a saturday i got nothing going on i'm just gonna play games all day i'll kind of go from sitting to standing kind of just we'll balance it out a little bit so right know, kudos to you yeah but it'd be healthy
0: my 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 t- my uh, uh, TV is also not as elevated as yours, so I like for me standing while playing video games in my in my uh, living room is not as easy because I have my neck arched downwards, whereas you are probably when you're standing have it pretty much at eye level, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. It could, it's it could be like, like five th- inches too short. Yeah, but like mine's but like enough. ten inches too short. <laughs> you're just like looking down <laughs> it's like playing a game boy back in the day it's like perfect i'm pretty, pretty sure i'm gonna have like
1: on the couch arthritis of my neck because of playing game boy back when i
0: was a kid You know? oh yeah i think we're like all gonna have arthritis of our neck just from looking at our phones all the time oh yeah we're all yeah. zombies that's oh, a good, yeah. very good point yeah uh also the nintendo switch didn't help with that but i mean at least the nintendo switch has more to offer than the phone <laughs> No, but I think the, the the old school games have ruined my vision
1: because you'd have to hold them super close to see anything. It right. was all that like awkward green green color, and you know, and then you had to turn on like a flashlight if you wanted to play in the dark.
0: Like you don't remember the dark ages, I do. Right, right. Literal I, dark ages. I you remember couldn't play a Game vaguely. Boy after dark. I oh I remember those those times. I, my my first Game Boy Advance was one that still could not be played in the dark so I'd have to have like a flashlight underneath the covers to to play it. Yeah. Um, I remember doing that when I was <clears throat> 5, 6 years old. Mm, I was, just to that, that, was a that was still happening. That was still happening into okay. the early 2000s. Remember, as I've said before, my family was firmly in the 90s until about 2006. <laughs> But at least you had color. Imagine doing that, but it's all green. It's all green. Oh, God. Or just black and white.
1: No, the original Game Boys had like a green sheen to them. They weren't black and white. Right. The Pocket was the first one to come out with like the gray and black, you know. And then Game Boy Advance had, you know, well, they had the Game Boy Color and then the uh, Game Boy Advance, which was more color. But Yeah, I had a little uh, flippy thing on my OG Game Boy Advance. It was a screen protector. When you flip it up and you can had a Game Boy Battery powered light yeah it was pretty uh it was barney purple
0: it's barney purple it was oh the my. barney purple color oh my
1: it was the only game boy they had in stock and of course once i got the game boy all the attachments had to be the same color ah makes because i am not a heathen and i'm not gonna mix and match my cases and my game boy
0: mm-hmm. no that that makes sense my uh I've I don't think I've talked about this much in the pa- uh on the podcast but uh for years my brother had trust issues and I think still to this day does uh about me and his video games and his belongings because uh for two reasons two reasons when I was 3 years old <clears throat> without realizing what I was doing I erased his nearly complete Ocarina of Time file from the N64, which got me banned, grounded from playing that specific game for basically 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then again, when I was probably seven or eight, we went on a trip and my brother absolutely adored the game Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Tactics Advance versus Normal Tactics had a lot of extra features that was very, very common in Game Boy Advance games. You know, those things where it's like work a little bit harder and you get like this really like fucking game breaking feature. Most of the all three Fire Emblem games that were on the Game Boy Advance had this. Um, Golden Sun had several, you know, like ooh, do the bonus content, and you'll have a you know game breaking uh, scenario. Most Game Boy Advance games, all, all the the Pokemon games, did. They this was what? a this was I, a weird I, I feature. Understand? I don't know. What you're referring to. There were like extra quests or extra things that weren't necessarily tied to a quest that you would go and do, and all of a sudden you would just become you would have kind of like an extra specific feature. Let me explain for what it is in in Tactics Advance and you'll kind of understand what I mean. Explain it for the from the me in Golden Sun. No, no, no. I'll explain because I don't remember. I don't know what it is in Golden Sun. You will. You Once I explain it in the Tactics Advance, you will know what it is in, in Golden Sun. They all have it. I was going to say, I know that so game this is like this in is, and out. This, mm-hmm. is a, this is a trope that I have noticed in all Game Boy Advance games. This was a very specific thing. So um, uh, for if you work really, really hard and you basically do every single possible thing you can in Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, you unlock Sid, who is the game master of the game. He's the one who makes all the rules and says, okay, this is when your turn is, this is when your turn is, this is when the like like these are the things you can do, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he and once you have you have him as a unit, you've broken the game and you can change the rules accordingly to like however you want to play the game. Because you've and, basically done everything in the game. Because you've to that. done everything, so you can now just play the game. You can be God. In Fire Emblem, at the end of each of the games, there was these extra maps where you would unlock the the boss some of the bosses some of the like very important bosses as units that you could use in the end game material do you see kind of the 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 pattern that i'm going for here where like once you once you've completed the game and you've done everything you get like a very specific character like at the end of fire emblem 8 sacred stones you would get the final character uh, the final boss leon as a character and he's super powerful powerful but only if you did the really really difficult bonus map which has 10 levels to it 10 times you have to beat it 10 times and that takes into account like you don't want to lose any of your characters on any of them and even at max level they're all really difficult creatures and once you get that character he has a an infinite magic tome that So just what is fucks. it for Pokemon <clears throat> um I can't remember. I'm like I'm forgetting what it was for Pokemon, but uh, uh, I remember that there was a thing that was specific to the Game Boy Advance that ended up being much more like. Uh, like game breaking than any other. Uh, okay, maybe for the Game Boy Advance, I didn't. Yeah, did Ruby play like Ruby that generation. Forward. Maybe yeah. not specific to the the Game Boy Advance, but the, that generation that was on the Game Boy Advance, and maybe the ones like between it and after it had like these I kind of game breaking uh, uh, post game um, quests. But now and, we're back to Golden Sun, and I you don't remember that. I'm being fr- there?
1: I'm racking my brain. Now, there is, like, a super summon you can get at the end of Golden Sun 2 if you've collected all the gin That that would be that. But I wouldn't call that game-breaking.
0: Well, okay, it doesn't necessarily... I, I'm referring to... I'm, I'm calling it game-breaking. It doesn't necessarily really have to be. It's just, like, you get like, this extra powerful person on your and game. And I would say that's
1: true to, like, almost any RPG game, even to, like, to this day. Like you can go and get, you know, uh, yes. it's like the summons in the recent Final Fantasy games. You can get like the OP summons if you do the side content. You can get ultimate weapons and such. Like I don't think it's exclusive to Game Boy Advance <laughs> games.
0: So. It's not. It's not necessarily that other generations yeah. haven't done it, but that generation did it in a very specific way. They all all seemed to do it in a very specific way that was very unique and stood out, at least to me. That's what I'm. uh, I think it's when you recognized
1: it was happening and it was just your first foray into it. Because, like, even Ocarina of Time, if you did the big Goron's knife Mm -hmm. to get, you know, or got the giant's knife and then you could forge the big Goron sword. You could consider that, and that came out before the Game Boy Advance. So I think that might have been just the time you rec- you picked up on the pattern. That's
0: totally fair. That's totally fair. But like, um, I also didn't notice that pattern until um, I was much older, and I was replaying the games from the Game Boy Advance era, and I so. Just just mm. to say. Just to point that out. I started noticing that later, and it's more formed into an idea as I've been rambling about it these last few minutes. But, mm. as most of my thoughts do.
1: Yeah. But you anyway,
0: you... that's my point. Uh, I think that the Game Boy Advance did it in a very unique uh, way. The, that generation of games.
1: I think it just did what almost all games, or a good abundance of games do, and... You just picked up on it well,
0: on a Game Boy Advance. Maybe, but yeah. not necessarily, because right after yeah. the Game Boy No, hold on. Right after the Game Boy Advance's uh, uh, life ended, so to speak, and the DS kind of picked up, um, that was around the time that smartphones started becoming more prevalent. You know, 2006, 2007, 2008...
1: The DS yeah, the came DS, out in, like, oh three.
0: Oh, hell no. The DS came out in, like, 07. No, it wasn't before that. No way. There's no way. I will challenge you, my good sir. Challenge accepted.
1: 2000, released globally across 2004 and
0: 2005. Well, goddamn. I was fucking young then, because I got it at release. Lawyered! I I was fucking young then, because I got it at release. You're Um, fucking youngin'. What can I say? So, uh... But still, like, still same time. Smartphones were becoming like more prevalent, and and mm-hmm. uh, smartphones wouldn't
1: come out for another three years. The iPhone wouldn't come out until two thousand seven. There were
0: smartphones before the iPhone, my dude.
1: Yeah, but they weren't common. Like not everybody had one. You had like the Wall Street fuckers had one, sure. Like, but they weren't commonplace. They weren't commonplace until probably two thousand eight, two thousand nine.
0: Fair enough, but you, so you kept have... derailing me, so now I've lost my point, so fuck you. Because you didn't have so a you point. Don't... No, I had a point. I had a very good point, and now mm-hmm. you've made me lose it because you kept fucking derailing me. Or because you're high. Well done. Well done, sir. And now I have to smoke another bowl because of your fucking piece of shit ass. Do it. Smoke a bowl while
1: I introduce us to the kids. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions. I am Corey Rokes, your Drunk Thoughts. And I am here to totally fuck up Graham's day. (laughs) Graham, you have anything to add? Fuck you. (laughs) That is my co-host, Graham. He is a salty bitch tonight, so we're going to have some fun. He is the high opinions, of which I'm sure he has many. Always. Uh, We're recording this hot, hot, hot on the tails of learning that 2023 is going to suck. We just had a shit ton of people laid off. First and foremost, let's uh, let's break the ice and talk about Justin Roiland, who's basically been like kicked the fuck out of everything that he's created (laughs) over some domestic abuse. Uh, and disturbance is, uh, issues that he's been like that were like two or three years ago, and they finally have come up. And He's now like no longer a part of Rick and Morty on Adult Swim. He's resigned from Squatch Games, which just Trump to prompt out high on life. He's no longer a part of Solar Opposites on Hulu. Like, this dude just lost everything he's created.
0: It's interesting because he was. He is his own brand. He is his own, like, artiste. So... Losing him from all the things that he does... Not, I'm not saying that we shouldn't lose him. What I'm saying is them trying to continue going without him is so odd because he was that he yeah. was the thing. It was like Dan Harmon. Yeah, had a very very strong finger on the pulse of Rick and Morty. Very like not even finger. He had his fucking hand like grabbing the the shoulder of of Royland and like like holding him in a chair and say, okay, reel it in, my boy. And then they had the writers, the brilliant writers that they've had, in, uh they're doing excellent work to kind of work with Justin Royland's. Insanity, and so and Dan of course Harmon, he's a
1: great writer. Dan and
0: Harmon. Dan Harmon's a wonderful writer, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, not, I'm not not disputing that at all. Um, so, like, all of a sudden, like, just losing this guy. I'm not saying that we shouldn't fuck Justin Roiland. He's a he's a piece of shit. He we we knew for several years. We were just kind of ignoring the fact that he was. Casual friends like, with oh, Jeff- funny. Jeffrey Epstein. He was yeah. We're, we're, he's funny. <laughs> he's he funny, does Rick more Morty. Forget it. Forget it. But we were we were forgetting the fact that he was casually going to Jeffrey Epstein's uh, rape island, and um, and rape. so uh, I mean that was the nickname. That's what we, like, I know. So, just, uh,
1: uh, uh, he was
0: going there and like doing all that sort of shit, like with the wrong kinds of people. So we knew that he was a bad kind of person, and th- so. When this news came out, I my my reaction was kind of like, oh, okay, obviously, yeah, I knew that was going to happen, and so my my initial thought here is like, well, why don't we just get like turn off the show, so to speak? Like, he is the voice of Rick and Morty and a bajillion other characters in the- He's like Nick Kroll in Big Mouth. If Nick Kroll was uh, uh, found out to be, you know, like a, a, a Nazi or something like that, <clears throat> <laughs> which is funny because he's Jewish. Um, if they I was turn, just na- say <laughs> like, <laughs> but if he's but if he would be like an M Night Shyamalan level twist. twist, yeah. <laughs> if, if Nick Kroll turned out to be an, a secret Nazi, he would get canceled, and the show and they would tr- and they would try and recast. And Big Mouth wouldn't be the fucking same because he is that show. He ma- he makes up like. You look up the just eighty fir- percent of the cast. <laughs> just the first season, he was twenty five characters. Since then, he has been probably another two hundred and seventy. Like at least he has played so many just off-beat characters, just random little like. like, like oh, we a need a voice for this <laughs> random bus driver, and Nick Kroll's like. I got it exactly. Exactly so, Justin Roiland. It's it's exactly the same way with Rick and Morty, and I say let it die. We have a beautiful thing that we can just for we can like separate the asshole and just watch the the show and enjoy it for what it is, and no, don't ruin it with the rest so, with what is to come with, which is just not going to live up. I just don't see it, and so we should just. While move I don't on.
1: disagree with the fact that, like, all right, you know, but on the other the-
0: hand, money. <laughs> I, don't know what that was, I broke, on. I broke <laughs> your i broke you because that was your point wasn't it yes and no i broke him i broke him folks <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: you're on the scoreboard everybody gets one <laughs> but seriously my point being I don't disagree with you. I think, you know, yeah, Justin really needs to be kind of held accountable. And I believe that he is so integrated into these shows and his voice is just so unique that replicating it is damn near impossible. You know, even if you get somebody who does like, a, uh, you need to stop down, my dude. That is way too hot.
0: What? Your camera. Oh, no, no. I'm just trying. I'm seeing if I can, like, adjust the height of this and still yeah. have it be
1: standing. You're still here, adjusting the... Your walls, they're blown out, but whatever. That's my cinematographer side. Uh, My point being, you could get, like, the best replicated voice of all, but, like, even still, it's not going to be the same, and so it's just going to limp along. But the devil's advocate in me is going to have to disagree with you because it's like, yeah, why not cancel it? But it's like, have you watched the credits to Rick and Morty?
0: How many people
1: would be out of a job – if they canceled that show because of one asshole.
0: That's no, that's absolutely fair. And that, that's, that show has been renewed
1: fair. for like three years or three yeah. seasons. So that's like six years worth of work where what, people have job security with that, that show and would just suddenly flush down the drain. If just, if they were like, I you know what, do, without Justin Roiland, we're shutting it down.
0: What I would do if I, if I was in charge, if I was the person at, um, Working adult at the swim. Adult Swim. If I was Dan Harmon, this is what I would pitch. This is what I would go for. Keep the same team. This is a valuable team. This is they're good. Everybody who's working there is doing good stuff. Stop. Stop doing Rick and Morty. Have them do a new show that is in very, very similar vein. I know that it will just be, they'll say, Oh, it's a ripoff, but just do like a, 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 a off of Rick and Morty that does not involve Rick and Morty bring in like all the other characters, do all the other things and just do something new. I, I what, feel like a show that, that would...
1: follows fucking Jerry.
0: Yeah, I would watch that. <laughs> like, I would no. watch the shit out of that. Are you kidding me? The, Jerry and the, nobody. The is adventures. The, name of the, show. the adventures of Jerry Smith. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> What is it, Chris Parnell to do it all? Chris Parnell, yeah, my dude. Oh my god, he's so fucking good. Okay. He's a when legend. When said it,
1: I was like, no, because you have the brand recognition of Rick and Morty, and they have uh, that stability. I mean, nothing lasts more than two seasons nowadays. Netflix can attest to that.
0: No, dude. Like, they, like, they're like, fucking yeah, out they to gotta... gut
1: everything. But if you did like a spin-off like <laughs> The Adventures of Jerry Smith... That would be fucking hysterical.
0: Exactly. <laughs> kill off Rick and Morty in the end of season 6 or something or no season 6 is over. Kill off uh uh, uh go do the adventures of 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 Jerry Smith but announce it in the uh 7th season's like first episode. Do like they kill off uh Rick and Morty and then um Jerry's like, well, I guess it's my adventure now, and they're all like, No, fuck you, Jerry, and he's like, No, it's mine and it they it turns out that the show has changed its name to the Adventures of Jerry Smith.
1: Oh, that would be pretty fucking sincere. <laughs> I just poured a lot of vodka in this, so uh, this is about to be really am- fun.
0: I am pitching that to Adult Swim and to Dan Harmon. I don't know if that would fuck with their current plans i I don't know if they can fit it in at some point, but I need this to happen. <laughs> I need the adventures of Jerry Smith to be the new n- title of Rick and Morty and kill off Rick and Morty to explain uh 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 his departure. Just don't recast Rick and Morty like it's just it wouldn't be the same.
1: Jerry trying to stave his marriage, right.
0: Unless, no, unless you know they unless, unless they got Chris Pratt, I think Chris. Yeah. I think Chris Pratt could nail it. You know, I think he's been really looking for his breakout role. Um, yeah, he needs some work. <laughs> he needs like work. That dude hasn't you had know,
1: shit since Parks and Rec. You know, yeah, exactly.
0: That guy, he he hasn't really had like, a good Chris comedy role. You are talking about Andy? Yeah, Andy Dwi- Andy Dwyer. Andy fucking Dwyer. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, God. Whatever happened to that guy? What, like, has he done anything know. since? I don't know. He, he did a few, like, weird dinosaur movies and, like, a, a Wasn't he in space at some point? He, he was in space at some point. They all felt kind With of the fucking, same. With a fucking, like, raccoon, right? The thing is, all He was char- talking to a raccoon for fuck's sake. All his sake. characters kind of feel the same. They're not Andy Dwyer, though. No. None of them are Andy I mean, Dwyer.
1: Yeah. Is he? Uh, no, he's going to the Mushroom Kingdom here soon.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so anyway, small time, small time actor. I think that Chris Pratt would be a fantastic choice to uh, take over the role of uh, Rick and/or Morty. Um. Or both. Just
1: Chris and Pratt.
0: Chris and Pratt. Yeah. Just change the name. What they were probably going to
1: do is they'll introduce. Like uh, new universe, Rick and Morty's, and they just sound different. just like we've seen other Ricks and other Mortys uh, that look different. yeah, they'll probably, probably like, why what do they sound be. different? Who the fuck cares? Just go with it. Yeah, that's probably I'm that's that is my theory of how they're gonna handle it. They'll just be
0: like, "Who the fuck are you? I'm Rick. Yeah.
1: I'm um, Rick, you know, C-138.
0: Mm. Or then... or it turns out that they find somebody who does such a flawless impression that it is indistinguishable.
1: Uh, I mean... Hmm.
0: I have seen some people, some like YouTubers and impressionists online who could, but I don't know if they would be. I, they've taken direct lines that he's done in the past and imitated that. I don't know if they would be able to do it perfectly of creating a new. Yeah, thing, I was gonna so. say, Roiland,
1: he's got that delivery. He's got the timbre. He's got the burps. You know,
0: exactly. Like, he literally
1: gets drunk in the studio to do those voices. Sometimes,
0: sometimes.
1: Yeah. You know, we've seen it yeah so anyway he was just the first in a shit ton of casualties this past week. not
0: the first but I mean
1: well okay maybe not the first but he was one of many
0: yeah this is he he was the first of this week you're right but he is just another uh, he was the first of Adult Swim he was just another roll of the snowball down that hill Um, he was a fucking snowflake yeah absolutely
1: he was an ant I mean like we had like Fifty thousand people this week laid off from various companies, tech companies. Twelve thousand from Alphabet, aka Google. Ten thousand from Microsoft. Fuck. Seven thousand from uh, uh, Facebook, Meta. Sorry, sorry, wow. Zuck. Don't don't shut down my Facebook. Sorry, sorry, Zuck. I know you're listening. <laughs> I mean, just a shit ton of people who just got the shit can this week,
0: right?
1: Like fuck me that sucks
0: I, this is they're they're all I think that all these um, tech companies are doing this because well Twitter fired 10,000 people um, and are still running at the same operations seemingly seemingly running mm. at the same operations even though everything is crumbling underneath um, so they're like oh we can get away with this too and so they're, no. gonna, they're gonna lay off all these people and realize uh oh uh-oh.
1: I've read a couple of articles, none of which mentioned Twitter. They're all attributing this to more or less a bubble burst from COVID. Hmm. That when COVID hit and the pandemic was in its full swing, there was a huge influx of like realization people can work from home and we can be more productive and we can get shit done and this, that, and the other thing. And now that things are seemingly returned to normal – there's just not enough work to go around as well as the priorities have shifted things have changed in the last couple of years we're now a new society a new culture interesting and just a lot of companies overbloated themselves uh, interest rates were you know also a factor they were so low and now they're fucked and they're super high you know it's unprecedented so like this like 15 i mean the the pandemic part of it but like a 15 year boom in the tech industry has basically popped Okay, none of which mentioned Twitter
0: now yeah. do I, I no, think I, I Twitter is that. not a part of
1: it No, I think you're 100 percent right. I think Twitter was just like one of the first ones to kind of that was the little snowball that may have started this oh s- yeah snow Hill like the that you know began it. So in,
0: Twitter like, probably did it for exactly the same reasons, or well, no, I'm, Twitter was, did it because no, Elon's I'm a I'm douchebag. Too. He's a douchebag, but that was probably <laughs> one of the factors that went into into that decision. I mean, he didn't do it for just no fucking reason. He he, but he mm. is he is an <laughs> idiot. He is an idiot, though. Yeah. Um, so but, so he, I yeah, I just, I, I think that that that's what started it all, and I think that um, that at least for this like current event and the, all these other companies just kind of saw that and went okay it's it's acceptable for us to do it now and um like 10,000 from Microsoft that like they they employ 150 or 200,000 employees that's 5% worldwide. of their workforce that's, yeah that's a huge amount of their workforce just suddenly gone um
1: and, and of course All the net nerds, you know, because most of these people were contractors and workers for their subsidiaries in the gaming industry, such as 343, uh, which is the company that produces Halo, the Coalition, which is the company that produces Mm -hmm. Gears of War, and then, of course, Bethesda that pumps out pieces of shit like – more, you know, the other scrolls, Fallout, yeah. and the most, the current one, Starfield. So, of course, all the net nerds when they announce these layoffs, goes, but what's going to happen to my Halo? Yeah, and it's like, grow the fuck up.
0: Well, the thing about uh, I, you know, what I think Microsoft is going to do. I, I don't know if we talked for very much about uh, when this happened, but Microsoft, uh, especially um, Phil Spencer, was really, really complaining when Sony tried to. Uh, uh, veto their acquisition of Activision Blizzard, and Phil Spencer was basically like crying and bitching and saying like oh they they don 't they don 't want to have an open market there they want to have everything for themselves they want to make themselves bigger by making us smaller.' And it was basically like, no, that's not happening. Sony is basically saying, we want you to stay exactly the same size you are because you're already too big. <laughs> and Sony is like, we're not trying to acquire very much. We're only—they're they, acquiring more right now. More is a reaction to Microsoft because they know if Microsoft keeps acquiring shit, then they're going to become like tiny and eventually get acquired by Microsoft. So they have to—they have to keep in like they have to keep at a steady like pace with yeah. that with them and that's that's the only reason that that's happening. I think Sony was pretty comfortable where they were at and now having to acquire more uh uh you know ventures so to speak is seems more of a reaction than anything at this point you know and microsoft is really laying into the bitching part of like oh we just we just want to have like uh an open market and do everything for everybody it's like but you have to have Field control. Considering Starfield is reported
1: to be Xbox only.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Like,
1: do you though? Yeah. And that's another thing too. It's like, so they just laid off 5% of their workforce and yet they're still in the midst of acquiring Activision Blizzard for yeah. like upteenth million dollars. And Google and Microsoft and all these companies had close to $100, million, $100 billion worth of profit in the last couple yeah. of years. So it's
0: like, where's this coming from? And 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 to finish exactly what you you set it up perfectly what what is their goal here i think microsoft kind of as part of this snowball effect saw well we need to be laying off people as much as they do but they also like they complained about a few uh uh weeks ago they want sony wants them to get smaller but they're not getting smaller oh well let's just fire ten thousand employees and now we're getting smaller and now we can prove that sony is trying to make us smaller
1: Maybe. I, I, you know, that would be I don't, a fucking I don't think it's a cocky tip or move. Part. It would be. But I do agree. I did read a couple of reports that like the people from Google, I mean, some of them were aware the layoffs were coming, but they didn't realize to the sick, you know, it was 12,000 people, 6% of their workforce. And some people got blindsided. They literally woke up to a text message saying, you're fired. And there's no rhyme or reason or cause to this. They've car- they've started discords. They've started documents. There's like a whole investigation as to like what the cause is, what's the reason. I mean, most people are probably at will contracts, but there was a couple of like seniored and tenured people that they were just like, all right, peace out. You're getting 16 weeks of paid salary plus two weeks for every year you've been with the company. But peace out, Girl Scout. And it's like, what the fuck? That's um, so shitty. And what's you know hysterical is. You know they're you know, you hear from like a lot of the bigwigs, and they're like, Well, this is a you know, this is truly sad, and we wish it didn't have to happen. It's like, What the fuck are you making? Yeah, and how much was your bonus last year? Probably about four people's worth of salary, yeah, exactly. And like, are oh, any of those four? people taking pace cuts? Four people, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm. Awesome some random numbers out. 500, 400, 500. <laughs> it could be. One dude earned like uh, from profit sharing. I read 50, in 2021, he earned $55 million on the profit sharing.
0: And the CEOs make like $20, dollars bonus, like bonuses for doing a good job in a year. Yeah, it's this
1: like, was like this was a like big wig at Google who earned $55 million as a bonus.
0: Why not instead of give that bonus to the CEO – Distribute that bonus to the the developers who fucking did the work.
1: Yeah. I'm all for capitalism for earning a shit ton in this country and like making a good amount of money. But at some point, like when when is it enough? Yeah. Plus, when do you value the people who are actually doing the work? Like you said, the developers or my biggest beef in this country is athletes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh I can't believe the fucking numbers athletes and movie stars make. Tom Brady is a criminal. He is. He's a criminal. And like Aaron Rodgers and all of them. Fuck them all. They're all. Whereas what's the average teacher making right now? Like 38,000 a year.
0: Yeah. Like a teacher, 40,000, something like that. It's that's fucking despicable. Whereas Tom
1: Brady's walking around with, you know, millions of dollars just because he went into like a Hertz commercial and was just like, I'm going to plug this into my chest. (laughs) Yeah. Like, get fucked, dude. I hurt my thumb. Give me millions of dollars. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Giselle can do better. I'm right here.
0: Yeah. Like, I, it, it, yeah. Also, the entertainment industry shouldn't be making as much money as they do, but at least they're making products that are making lots of money that are able like they it's well the yeah. NFL
1: generates a shit ton of revenue I'm not going to yeah. discount that yeah. but it just I don't you know the work put in does not equal the amount that they gain in my opinion versus like the impact they actually have in the world a football player yeah you could get people who look up to them but that's about it they're not doing anything tangible.
0: To help no. the world,
1: versus like a teacher or a, a doctor or a nurse or somebody who actually
0: like does some shit, right? Like the real people, makes,
1: <laughs> the real people who are dealing with real shit. Like everybody else is, on are the just
0: children with with toys doing things and making yeah. lots of money off of it. And then the people who are actually doing work are getting paid nothing. What the a fuck football is that? player
1: goes out on the field has ten seconds worth of physical exertion. Two minutes of downtime, repeat, maybe four times top, you know, four times, maybe eight, depending on the run, but like not a whole lot. And then you go sit yeah. on the bench while the other team does the same thing and they're earning millions. Yeah. And that's once a week. Yeah. Yes, there's work to be put in on the off time or the off season where you go oh, to camp. Sure. It's full. a little bit of but training. Who gives a
0: shit, in my opinion? They don't need to be doing that much training. It's all steroids. Yeah, exactly. They don't. They don't need to be doing that much training. Did, you Fuck know. Them.
1: So I, you know, I, I never have agreed with the amounts on that shit. It's just criminal. So like the same can be said for CEOs of these billion dollar. Like who knows what Zuck's paycheck is?
0: Any executive,
1: <laughs> any it's person with much.
0: the title executive, um, has been paid entirely too much at some point. Except for an executive producer, because they're not doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even even uh, 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 a good guy executive producer will make a, lo- a lot of money. Look at Mike Schur. Dude has like $25 million because of his work. To be fair, he created Parks and Recreation, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Good Place, Rutherford Falls, and has executive produced – like background executive produced like Hacks and a bunch of other shows. So – He does a twenty five mil (laughs) over a
1: twenty year career. True. That's true. Like he yeah, that's actually a very good point. That's respectable. Yeah. Like, you know, that's fine. Now if it was like
0: two point five billion All right, like, all right, sure. Calm your britches. Yeah. I just saw, I was was watching uh, the very brilliant comedian, Kurt Braunohler, who um, you would uh, know him as the guy who appears at the very, very end of The Good Place. Um, Ted Danson, uh, uh, he delivers mail to Ted Danson uh, and Ted Danson's like, oh, it's my membership card. And the guy's like, all right, take it easy. And he's like, no, I'll do you one better from the bottom of my heart. The greatest thing I could ever say to an individual in the world. Take it sleazy. And that's the end of the show. The The guy who delivers him his mail, he has like the what the fuck kind of reaction to take it sleazy. But like, oh, all right, that was funny. And leaves. God. He's a very, very bri- – sorry, that was a little tangent. But yeah, that's the guy. Uh, I mean I don't remember him by face, but that's a right. good example. But so he, If anybody wants to look for this comedian, go watch the final episode of The Good Place. Exactly. Kurt Braunohler. And he – very funny guy. Um, and he was doing a little bit about um, like – the there are 3 people in this country and now like uh 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 well no fuck like even with the amount of money he still has good god uh there are 3 people in this country who have more money than the bottom 50% of the entire country Oh, that's yeah. that's criminal. And I loved his joke. He's like, I'm just saying that we have a show called Hoarders where if a woman has like 25,000 magazines, we go into her house and we scream at her like, you can't have these magazines. And she's like, I want them. And she's like, no, we're taking them. And like we have to like forcibly remove them. I'm just saying I'm pitching Hoarders too, where we murder billionaires. I, I think that's a I, – <laughs> I, I don't think that – I think that's an extreme. But I think the the idea of like taking <laughs> but... but the hoarder, the hoarder's idea the hoarder's idea of like uh going up to billionaires and then just kind of sitting them down and being like okay so you have too much money you have too much money we're gonna do something with this we're gonna we like Queer Eye for the things. straight guy. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it'll be the it'll be the episodes of of Queer Eye where it's just the straight people that they're doing it. We're rich kind for the straight bitch. <laughs> In fact, we should have the cast of Queer Eye do this show.
1: Listen, honey, you Listen, got too much money. You have too much money. <laughs> We're gonna move it somewhere
0: else. I think that that <laughs> okay. I think that this would be a killer show. I think that. Uh, uh, Kurt Braunholer needs to to pitch this because it's really his idea. I'm not going to steal this from him. But <laughs> it's our sources. I'm not, a, I'm not a thief. That's how you know
1: you're an English major. You're yeah. citing your sources. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, it's not like I'm taking a class about it this semester or anything. I was going to say is it like AMA style? <laughs> Chicago? What are we talking here? MLA, APA.
1: <laughs> literally mm-hmm.
0: all of them. <laughs> We're liter- literally learning all of the DTHO different citation. style. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not gonna go it's down. It's been a that. fucking
1: week for people though, and like, that's yeah, gotta people suck. Have
0: gotten laid off a lot, and it that that really sucks. It it nobody should ever get laid off at the beginning of the year. That's a just a, not a good time. I mean, I don't think any. Time of the year is
1: a good time. No. But it's better to be like, laid off at the beginning of the year than, like, right before the holidays. It,
0: right. No, but, like, yeah. So, beginning of the year, at least, is opportunity. December and January or like, like, the two, like, fe- and February. But, like, besides that, all the other...
1: <laughs> what about November and Thanksgiving there, friend?
0: There's no <laughs> okay, good time. Like, just, like, end and beginning what of is, the year, what but is, like, all the middle months. What is the
1: high opinion... I want a high, hot, high in opinion, <laughs> on the best time of year to get laid off. July hit. July,
0: July. No, no, show no. Your, no, no absolute facts. questions because it's already the time when everybody wants to go on vacation. That's when people went on vacation when they were kids. Everybody wants a vacation during the summer because of that. They just have that instinctually because uh, like. Ninety nine percent of people. So you going to lay hope. them
1: off before so, they can go on vacation, and therefore now they have no money to go on vacation.
0: But no, they will. But they will have. They will have already saved up for vacation. So just boom. That's go. a grand assumption. I don't know. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> for those who are listening, I'm looking at Graham with a very. No, I see that very heavy <laughs> look of derision and uh, <laughs> disagreement. <laughs> But all right, I mean, to to the high high-minded miser's credit, he did give a valid reason as I requested, so I'll let it pass. He didn't shirk away from it; he stood his ground. Kudos, kudos, I give him credit. Ooh, oh, there was... it. oh that's, I could hear that on the microphone. What crack? Really? There? <laughs> my back,
0: yeah. my spine.
1: Uh, I think it's time to see a chiropractor. Yeah, I think so too. When I can hear it on the microphone from 2,000 you know, <laughs> 2, miles away, yeah. <laughs> it might be time to see the old chiropractor. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, hopefully, I don't, you know, the three listeners who listen to our show, I highly doubt any of them are people who got laid off last week. But if you were, that sucks. We're sorry. If you want to be a guest, uh... If you want to come on and tell your story, please reach out to us at DrunkDot's High Opinions on Google.
0: I'm sorry. The way you said that. It sounded so sarcastic at first. I know you didn't mean it to be, but just good Lord. Also, Um, Amber
1: from Riverside, Leo Salon, we're not going to respond to you. Christ, I'm looking at our email. I don't check this email often. Have you? uh, No, I don't. Holy shit. We should, probably, uh, we should probably start doing that. Does she actually like? It's some it's it's an automated sales message from a, from a rep. Because oh, okay. they're going, because you know the, the the username is joke thoughts and high opinion. So it, her emails start, hey DT, wanted to make sure you saw my earlier note. No pressure, <laughs> but figure you want to want to save some money. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Oh, no. Yeah, automated hey, DT.
1: message. Hey, DT. Hey, DT. You know what DT stands for? Deep uh... throat.
0: Shit. That was That was literally not the one I was thinking. <laughs> I knew that one. I knew that one. I just was thinking of a different one. And what were you thinking, Perv? I'm not sure what I was thinking of. That's the point.
1: Folks, I want you to take special care to listen to that last statement. Cause that's literally been the last three years of my friendship with this
0: asshole. <laughs> I
1: never know what the fuck he's thinking. Touché. And clearly he doesn't know either.
0: <laughs> Just putting that out there. Too shame, my friend. Touche. Tell me I'm wrong. You tell me I'm wrong and I'll finish my drink. You are not wrong. Well, I'm still going to finish it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I won't hold it against you and I can't stop you. As you said, 2,000 miles. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You think you think I have the energy or the the, the, the time or the place <laughs> to fly all the way to where you are just... To put you put your head on right? No. Yeah, I'd only be switching at, m- like two degrees. There's not much. To no change. offense
1: to you. I mean this with all the love that I can muster. Better men than you have tried. Oh my. Not gonna happen. I'm just really fucked up.
0: There are better men than me. Than moi?
1: Yeah I said no offense. I said with all the love, my butt can muster, and I say my butt because my butt's bigger than my heart.
0: Oh.
1: He's hurt people. He's hurt. He's going down. Oh. So much for the standing desk. <laughs> it oh. accounted for nothing. He's down.
0: Oh, how could you do this to me?
1: Did I catch a deep there, Graham? Oh.
0: Wow,
1: oh. this is way more head than I intended.
0: Look at all that head. Oh, that's way too much head. I'm guessing it's because of the little. I found the incense. It was under the bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it comes full circle. The episode returns upon itself. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking brilliant. Oh my God. Ugh. I'm glad we solved the age-old mystery of where the incense were on the current episode of Drunk Thoughts and I Opinions. I was thinking it'd be like three episodes later and be like, I finally found the incense. It's totally what I expected. Or I just finally went out and bought more incense because I couldn't find the other ones. I didn't want my place to smell like weed.
0: I have a bunch of incense. It's just, I I had one that was like specifically at this desk. And I was like, well, where is it?
1: (laughs) Now you know to check under the bed. Who would have thought there? Who would have thought? (coughs) Anyway.
0: Ooh, that's a good beer. Is that a good beer? It is a good beer. How are you feeling tonight, Corey? Have you had enough drunk thoughts? Mm. Have you any more? (laughs) No, take more time. It's not like this is audio, audible, or anything like that. Well, so much for your vamping. I mean, I, I'm a minimalist when it comes to my, my. Really? Because
1: I can't get you to shut the fuck up some (laughs) nights. Sure. (laughs) No, let's just cut out there. Yeah, I'm just an asshole.
0: You're not wrong. You're just an asshole.
1: Yeah, that's what they say. No, we've had some long episodes in the past. Let's call it an episode. Let's let's keep this one short and sweet. We'll uh we'll wrap it up, you know. Don't be silly, wrap your willy.
0: All wrap right. it up nice and tight for tonight. I think that's a good way of putting it. The first thing you said, not the last thing you said, which was gross and made me uncomfortable.
1: Don't be a fool, wrap your tool. Hi, Morgan. <laughs> he's up for the count. For those listening, Graham is. He's done. Somebody, somebody stick him with a fork because he's done. Somebody throw in the towel.
0: My name is Graham Szybniewski. You can find <laughs> my work at mad musings.com. <laughs> There's a website that you can find my uh, mm. short stories, my shorter stories, my poems, my even shorter, shorter stories. Uh, what are scenes they, like, haikus? Eh, Just a couple words. Or sometimes He's just a
1: word. 575 is
0: uh, all it takes you know, for a haiku. You know, help is a story. <laughs> no it's
1: not (laughs) have you updated your website no you still have the random ass quote once again people who remember (laughs) their own quotes are assholes grab Stavnevsky
0: exactly Uh, I was quoting myself in that exact moment
1: that exact moment you were watching Ermanus being made (laughs) I remember that day distinctly
0: yeah. F- yep that's fair
1: because you also still haven't given photo credit to a Wan Yishuan Liu and you
0: should I just haven't updated my website I need to do that
1: then update your website you lazy I'm going fucking to bastard do
0: it. I'm going to do it remember I have a standing desk now I have more energy I'm going to get more done and that's a Stanievsky promise alright mm-hmm. we'll see
1: how that much is worth
0: well, I see he has no faith in me,
1: folks. Mm. I'm sorry. Were you under the impression I had somebody to begin with? Because if you did, that's on me, and I'm sorry. I apologize in advance.
0: Yeah, I guess you should apologize. I should. I'm Corey Oaks. I've been the Drunk Thoughts. You.
1: Where can you find me? I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm about to move to another suburb
0: in your street your address your exact address your unit number 123 where can three, people fucking... find you <laughs> 123 go fuck yourself avenue are we will, are we allowed to just move in at our own i mean sure
1: <laughs> why the fuck not do it no. see what happens <laughs> All three listeners, come live with me. Come to me, my animal brethren. <laughs> like,
0: All right, folks, worried. we're all moving to Minneapolis. We're going to cram ourselves into this tiny fucking apartment. I'm about to get a new one. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to
1: move it a 900 square feet, which is still I'm tiny saying. as fuck. Two bedroom, one bath, tiny ass bathroom. It'll be a little cramped with my girlfriend and I,
0: but we'll make it work. For you listeners, for you. We'll make it work so that we all can go and move in with them Let's See, y'all can move we'll, in with me in we'll the city we'll all take the second the second bedroom no no we all spooning all five of us that have now started listening if we're not
1: all spooning we're doing it wrong we gotta be spooning and I just call dibs on the big spoon that's all I request but the rest of you oh god can just be in my loving embrace mm, I love it in the meantime, until you find ways like here. I don't oh, like that image. Oh, you this. love it.
0: You've no. been a part of
1: it. You know it. Oh God. Sorry, Morgan. Mm-hmm. He prefers me. It's okay. Don't fight your feelings. Search your feelings, Graham. You know it to be true. While Graham searches his feelings because he knows it's true, I will tell you. You can find me on social media, uh, just by searching at roxyboy, Boy R O K E S Y B O Y. And I hope to be seeing you all soon in my loving embrace of my arms.
0: Good Lord. Didn't know you'd take that bit so far. Oh, no. When have
1: I not taken a bit too far?
0: You know? That's a fair point.
1: So if you think about it, this is on you.
0: Yeah,
1: it usually is. Lawyered for the second time tonight. Before Graham embarrass himself a third time. We're going to sign off on this week's episode of Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions. You got anything else to say, Graham? No.
0: Good. I'm Corey Rokes, and I've been your Drunk Thoughts. I'm Graham Stumiewski. I've been your High Opinions. Now, get the fuck out of here. Go live your life. You've been listening to this for far too long. (laughs) Why are you still here? Why are you still here? (laughs) Why are you continuing to listen to this? (laughs) Why are you still here? No, I specifically told you to leave, and yet you are still listening to this. I want you to think about that for a moment. You are listening to this still, yet I have specifically instructed you to stop. Why have you not stopped? Because the listeners like me more, and like me,
1: (laughs) they don't listen to you. (laughs)
0: Oh, uh, well, maybe we should just cut it off. That's what she said. Cheers. Cheers, everyone.